Tatra, Amistrobin, Azarta. A day Satir Give me the power I beg of you! Awake! You are all going to die tonight. I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Hello, welcome to Don't Read the Latin. This is Jennifer Lovely. I I still exist, I promise. <laughs> um, welcome to the end of year review. I'm uh, going to be going over top tens. I've got some guests here today, but first I want to uh, just make a, an apology. Um, I was horrifically ill. <laughs> Um, I, and I kept trying to struggle through it and ended up in urgent care and then had to go to my pulmonologist and, uh, my lungs were terrible <laughs> and, and I literally had no voice. So podcasting would have been very, very difficult. So thank you so much for your patience. Um, we've got all the prep work done for our very next podcast, which is going to be, um, on Gothic horror, um, <laughs> focusing uh, entirely on the classics primarily, um, but anyhow, right now is welcome to our top 10 horror review, review for uh, 2017. And my guests are... Hi, I'm Jillian Venters from gothiccharmschool.com. I am Ryas Hall from Scarecrow Video. And I'm Handsome Boyfriend Jim from right here. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a butthead. Anyhow, <laughs> so welcome everyone. Um, it has been an interesting year. Uh, there have been some amazing um, big studio horror movies, um, but it's been an odd year. And, and I keep hearing touted elsewhere uh, on what a fantastic year, and I've, I've had a hard time this year. Yeah, I've seen yeah. a lot of posts about, oh, it was an epic year for horror, and I'm like, well, what? There were I mean, some really standout gems, but... I think it was, but it was mainly that there was some really big spikes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. there's some foreign ones looking around on the internet at people's, you know, hoity-toity, pretentious top tens, and they're like, this one out of Taiwan, and these out of France, and yeah. 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 But, yeah, apparently there's some been few, like, really good ones, but other than that, it's been pretty bleak. So, I am going to do, I think I might be the only person, well, no, I think Rice has a top ten. Do you have a full top ten? I have a full top ten. Okay. Two of mine are documentaries. Well, there we go. But they're pretty horrible, so there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a full top ten. I think other people have a top five or... I could do a top ten, but really mine separates because of the, the, the spikes. Yeah. I've got a top mm -hmm. six, and then it really just jumps down, and I have a bottom five. Okay. Yeah, that's So I could do a top ten, too. but it would so. really just... Yeah. There. Um, I have a top 10 and I have a bunch of um, runners up and things that I really think deserve a mention. Um, but I also have, I have two, they're not, I mean, not lists. They're, there's a bunch of movies that this year that I just wish to hell I'd caught and I had not. No kidding. Um, a, 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 a yeah. movie that isn't going to be on my list is The Shape of Water because it 
just came out and I have not had time to see it. So even though I know yeah. it would very likely be on my top 10. I am assuming it would be on my top 10, but I also am that obstinate person who's like, but from everything I've seen and read about it, I wouldn't classify it as a horror movie. I would classify it as a fairy tale. So. Some people make that um, designation on Crimson Peak, too, that it's... Oh, no. Crimson Peak is totally a gothic romance horror movie. That I'm, I know. Anyhow. I will fight people. <laughs> I will take this outside. I will take this outside. I will get the hat pins. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was my other point I was going to make? Um, so there's a bunch of them that I haven't had the chance yet to see. Uh, and there were a bunch of horror movies, which I know are going to be on other people's top ten, that for one reason or another... I couldn't watch or started, and it was not the horror movie for me. Um, I don't think that that my designation of not liking or, or it being uh, uncomfortable or upsetting to me anyway lessens its importance to other people. Mm -hmm. um, but there was just a bunch of stuff out there. I mean, Stephen King had a hell of a year in his things being made. Uh, Nineteen is it? Nineteen twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, or is that out with, yet? Uh, yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's on Netflix. It went straight to Netflix. I did not care for it. I heard a lot of people saying that they liked it more than Gerald's Game. Um, and Gerald's, Gerald's Game is one of those ones, no, I can't. And Gerald's Game, I started it. It very much upset me. I fast-forwarded it to the parts that people were like, you know, were kind of highly touted. Mm -hmm. um, and then fast-forwarded it to the end and caught the whole thing, uh, but it was just not... It was a very upsetting movie. I watched both of those because I'm made of steel. You yes, are. Yes, you are. You are fucking badass. And um, I didn't really care for either of them. Uh, was it 1921? 1922. 1922. I'm bad with numbers. No, no worries. It just seemed like a pretty much a straightforward zombie ghost film, except mm -hmm. maybe the zombies had different motivations. Yeah, It just did not move the, me or trust me in any way. Uh, relationship between the family, and it was so immediately um, confrontational and mm. backbiting, and yeah. and, and the, um, and it's so funny from someone who loves horror as much as I do, um, but the impending or implied uh, air of violence around the couple was too much for me, and um, it's too close to reality. Everyone's got their particular me. issues that they know about it. That's fine. Yeah. And Gerald's Game, I also saw, and I thought it was okay, but they slapped... Well, first of all, I haven't read the book, so maybe Stephen King is responsible for slapping <laughs> the stupid ending on it. Hmm. But uh, stupid ending is stupid. You don't <laughs> explain. You don't explain everything away if you're telling a horror story. And there you go. So, um, I think I'm going to leave my honorable mentions to the end, um, just because, uh, and just in case they're on somebody's list. And, and I probably should have thought of that before mentioning, I probably should have thought of that a little bit before mentioning Gerald's Game, but I, I think, um, I, I kind of wanted to bring up the Stephen King because I think there's even other things that have gotten talked about this year, and it just it seems like a real high note. Well, the Dark Tower came out. The Dark this Tower year. came out, and it came out this year. So, yeah, yeah, Dark Tower, it Stranger Things, which is technically a Stephen King adjacent, but is still basically Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. And also, that's one of the things I'm going to mention up is uh, there's a bunch of television. Yeah, I've got a list of television stuff. Fantastic. Too. Oh, good. Well, let's just uh, jump in and let's start out with a. Uh, 
problem with my top ten list is it's not in order. That I just have <laughs> ten movies I really like. You're you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I do have a. I I very. Um, I actually have a ripped out page in here because I, upon writing my top ten list, had no. No, no, wait. Okay, well, no, that's in the wrong order. Mine in order. <laughs> it doesn't, it's okay. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm writing the numbers down right now. <laughs> so my top ten, or my number ten, is The Girl with All the Gifts. And, um, I, people were just raving uncontrollably about The Girl with All the Gifts. And it's really good, and I liked the story, but there. I didn't, I didn't love, love it in the way that I heard a lot of people talking about it. But I really enjoyed it. It's really well done. The acting is in it's fantastic. And, um, and the ending I really appreciated. Because uh, it, it just took a, a veering, you know, a veering in a different direction. And I was like, yeah, yes, <laughs> do that. <laughs> um, and so uh, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and uh, did you act, you... Do you know what your number ten is, or are you still? I'm, I'm still. I'm. I'm st- my number ten. I'm gonna say my number ten, and it is again a documentary. Uh-huh. Oh, actually, my number ten is gonna be uh, a movie called Transfiguration. See, that is one that is on my list of things that I wish I had seen. Is that the? It is the. It is the. Um. It is the boy who. Th- yeah, it's, yes. yeah, it's a love song to um, Martin. Martin, yeah. It's yes. about an inner city, an inner city boy who believes he's a vampire, <laughs> who meets this girl who's being who lives in his apartment building and has a really abusive family, and it's. <clears throat> I've heard good things about it. I really want to see it. it. It's kind of a weird love story. And I really like about the, him the trying to boy, protect and help her again. It having having a, a young man of color, yeah, yeah. Um, and and hopefully again, uh, that door just kicks kicked down. Yes. So yeah, I had um, Transfiguration as my number ten because I really wanted to put it on the list because one, it's a good horror movie. Two, it has a cast made up of non-white people, which yeah. I like. Yeah. <coughs> And three, it's uh, reminded me a lot of Martin, and that he's I'd exactly the same kind of vampire as Martin. <laughs> <laughs> One of those ones where maybe he's really a vampire, maybe he's just a guy who thinks he's a vampire. Um, in that same vein, um, I I have not seen, um, Martin. Martin. I haven't seen it for like a decade and a half. And I eventually need to finish uh, reflecting skin, mm. which is also in that like, is it? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It more is. Of, I ruined it for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, it is very much an is it or isn't it movie. Yeah. I just said that to be a jerk, Get your, and I apologize. Must be butt today. <laughs> oh, one thing, one point I really do want to make is um, Jeff Harris of Fanboy News Network had had every plan of joining us tonight, and things have just gone horribly awry. It was a bad day. It was a bad day, and so he is very, very missed, because I love hearing his insight to the to the, the movies of the year. And Who knew that working for one of the world's largest retailers during the Christmas season could, could have be... some, some stressful weeks? Uh, Impossible! 
Um, so my number nine. I have, I have a number ten. You have. Oh, I can. I can do okay, a number ten. Your number 10 I can yet. do a number okay. ten. My number ten is Alien Covenant. I told you there was a big drop off. I didn't. see And it. I haven't seen a lot. There's a big drop off. Alien Covenant. Why is that even on your list? Because I haven't seen a had lot. Desperately had to come because up with below that, movies. below Alien Covenant is Death Note: Cure for Wellness and The Mummy. The, the mummy. The mummy is the the one with Tom Cruise. So boring, we turned it off. Oh. Cure for wellness. I'm sure it's got a wonderful, horrific ending because it ended up on a whole bunch of people's lists. It is slow and horribly mm-hmm. paced, I've... and we stopped watching it. Yeah, I've heard it called a cure for insomnia. Yes, excellent. Is, I should watch so it. So the thing is with it is it is lush, and it is a beautiful gothic beautiful. story. It is fucking bloated as. Fuck. Yeah, not a it, tight script. It, it is, I would comfortably say, and it isn't it close to three hours long? It's... It is, I can comfortably say, at least 45 minutes, if not a full fucking hour too goddamn long. I've liked all the gift <laughs> sets of it I've seen. It's because it's lush and beautiful and cinematic. But I'm sorry. Um, uh, Rob Galuzzo of, of originally Killer POV and Shockwaves makes a really fucking amazing point that I have just taken to heart. Every fucking movie on the planet gets its 90 fucking minutes. And you have to earn every fucking minute past that. And if you yeah. have a movie that is a full two hours, you'd better have a really fucking good reason why that's a two-hour movie. Yeah. Because an hour and a half is enough. And if you're approaching three hours... He's not wrong. He's really not wrong. It's just... It, it, you have to... <laughs> you need to earn it. <clears throat> she just showed me her finished top ten. And I'm very proud. Very proud. <laughs> So yeah, as we can t- as I can tell you, there's a huge drop off in quality in my in my top ten because Death Note is that it would be number eleven because Death Note was boring. Okay, I'm going to be watching See, Alien Covenant soon because that we already had a live action Death Note movie from Japan and it's super fun. Mm, yeah. That's great and it's good. It now, and it and well, I, it would probably, good <laughs> for what it is. It probably it, it probably suffers just a little bit from not having Willem Dafoe just vocally chewing the scenery all the time. Yeah, the, uh, which is the I high note of Death Note. I believe oh, that bless. character in the that is in your yeah. opinion, dude. <laughs> but it was uh, not the high note. But for no, me. Alien Covenant, uh I sure wish the last twenty minutes or so were the were the rest of were the actual the, the rest of the movie. Yeah. In my household, we are we are tragic aliens completists. So I, yeah, I, gotcha. I know mine too. We, we just haven't done it yet. We're just yeah. It's not We're going to be on that train. It's, it's not good enough. The it it just stinks over the whole thing of trying so hard to be the original Alien movie. Mm-hmm. There, and, I'm sure will come a point where we will, where the husband and I will just look at each other and mute the sound and just watch the pretty pictures. Yeah, it is. I mean, but it's just, you don't care about anybody that's in it enough. Well, you care about uh, Robot Magneto. What's the actor's name? <laughs> Playing the playing David the simulant, I forget him. Robot Magneto. No, uh, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. You care about the Fassbender character, but that's pretty much like, and it's not even that you care; it's that you're interested. You in recognize him, him and, and you're like, has, "Oh, it's that guy again." Na- <laughs> Unlike a lot of the other characters in there, he has a name. 
There are so oh, many unnamed wrong. characters he's, that you're just like, hey, wrong. look, it's cannon fodder number three. Yeah. And he's the only one who gives an impression that, that there's a driving force behind his actions. Right. That's you know, what that's what I've heard. That's yeah. the only, but that's the only thing that feels tangible in the entire movie. And okay. even though there's arguably tension throughout the film, arguably, there's action sequences. Really, it doesn't kick into gear until like the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie. And then I, I turned to Jen, like I said earlier, I just said, I wish this was the rest of the film. They could have, if they'd extended that last 15, 20 minutes of the movie and made that the 90 minutes, yeah. right? this would be a fine film. Yeah. It would also probably be Alien, yeah. But well, with, Alien with a little a more, fine film. with a little more alien, like with some aliens action in Alien. So, and that I think that would have been better. But anyway, so yeah, Alien Covenant nine number ten. It's it's bad. It's not good. Um, my number nine is kind of was kind of a surprise to me, and I wish I'd kind of paid a little more attention. Uh, Annabelle is Annabelle creation. Um, you said that was yes, shocking. You said it was better than expected. Yes, and in a lot of ways, because again, it's a prequel. Uh, it does what Ouija Two does, which I really liked when you showed it to so me. So here's the other thing: the director of Annabelle Creation is also the director of Lights Out. Oh, which I also really enjoyed. Right, he knows his jump scare. And, and and building the tension and there, building a oh, lot so of tension. tension and using darkness and shadows really really well. Uh, I walked into it really not expecting anything, and then got this wonderfully charming tension building little story. Um, basically, you have um, a couple who take in a bunch of basically foster kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and every single kid you're seeing in the movie, I mean, all of them have very defined personalities. The acting in it is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just fun. You know, am I saying it's the best written thing that was ever made? No, but it's really, really fun. It's tight. It's tight, well-paced. Um, when it gets you, it, it it's fun and, and you're gonna scream and laugh it's, a little bit it's, because it's, it's just, just well done and creepy and yeah and and it also doesn't go into that trap because where you look at it you, why are they playing with that doll it's hideous and off-putting yes yeah. and they fully it is hideous and off-putting inside they the film. explain that good the, because the that only thing, thing is no, like, no, there's a like, moment where he makes the doll and yeah, he's like yes the, this is perfect yes you're like, the dad perfect. is like nailed it no no no. And when you were telling me about that scene, I was like, no, my dad would totally do that. And you're like, no, dad would be like, ha, 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 this, <laughs> this will get her, but... But there is also a moment later on and at a later point in the story where a doll is given to another little girl and it's a fucking raggedy Annie. Yes. And well, if good. you know the story, you understand how fucking amazing that was. Because um, the original Annabelle doll... As as put out by the um, the Warrens, the Warrens, the Warrens, <laughs> the Warrens, um, is actually a regular right Yeah. So anyway, that's my number nine, Annabelle Creation. My number nine is a low budget film with like two actors in it, filmed in one location called Autopsy of Jane Doe. 
I completely fucking forgot about Autopsy of Jane Doe because... <laughs> was it, that this year? It was. And honestly, Autopsy of Jane Doe would have probably knocked the girl with all the gifts off my, yeah, it's, off my list. I really liked how well they managed to... They had a very constrained situation. One location, two actors, low budget. And And they made a great horror movie. Yes. Why did I completely forget about that? Hey, I forgot about it, too. I mean, it slipped off off my mind, too. But, yeah, it it totally would have bumped stuff down because... Yeah. It was was fantastically done. It was great. I I um, felt that it... It bombed out in the very last scene, but yeah, that was but just my my personal opinion. So. The rest you of it was really good. You are going to love that movie. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, I felt like kind of the last scene was a little bit weak, but I feel that way about, oh, like 90% of the horror films I watch. Exactly. And it's nice to see that you can make a good movie that is genuinely creepy without having to be a million dollar budget. Yep. Um... And the style. The it's very style. the style's really good. Yeah. Um, I watch a lot of crappy two person horror films for that are low budget. Yeah, because you can do them. Yeah. You because know, that's stick what everybody the, in a room and that's what go. the Netflix is full of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's your number nine? Oh you have to see Jane Doe, and then so what is your number nine? Uh, I'm also realizing that I uh, I slightly whiffed this. My number ten would not have been Alien Covenant, it would have been uh, split. Oh, Split. Did you know mental illness is a superpower? Yeah. I win! (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Uh, Split managed to land in my honorable mentions. Um, There is a lot that's handled really well with Split. It Um, really is, and James McAvoy does an amazing job. He's so good in that. And the protagonists are smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing that I really like. The protagonists in it are, are, they they are not idiots. Uh, I think one of them is, but there's just like the other. Well, one of them plays kind of a bitchy young girl. But, but they, they, for the general, their, their, their plans are not like dumb. Dumb. They, 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 they observe, they make plans and then things might fall apart, but it was not from. And it's also got the young woman that was also in The Witch and in. Oh, um, Yeah. I, I did can, not recognize her and, and uh, Morgan at the time, but Anya, yeah, something, something. It's yeah, a yeah. three a three name. That right. said, a, another movie where I think it really fell apart in the last, just in the last moments of it. Much yeah. like, much like I, there's a lot, fair number of those that. Yeah, I I, there's there's parts about the twist, ending. Sometimes that twist does not go as well as they would hope. And the yeah. the endings just don't pay. They're not a payoff from anything in the film. They they don't they either don't earn it. Earn, earn what they're doing, they're not a payoff, or they crap on character development earlier in the yeah. film, too. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. But I think we'd mentioned um, that that M. Night Shyamalan um, just shits the bed in endings. Consistently. Like, he does. Consistently. And that's what he's famous for, his twist endings. And I'm like, dude, this is the dumbest is, ending is, I've ever man, seen. This is a huge fail. The village yeah. was really good if you cut off, like, the last the, the ten twi- minutes. You mean the twist? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I liked the village a lot. I liked the creatures. I liked the story. And then I'm like, oh, man, shut up. My number nine uh, would be The Void. Creepy triangles. I fucking hated that movie so much. Ah, So Gravity Falls? No, sadly. Okay. Uh, Excellent practical effects. I've got that as as my number four. God bless Void for its for its and practical the effects. The reason that I have it at my number four 
is entirely because of the practical effects. I, I, Jen is has, judging you. Jen is judging you so hard. You made me make this list. I Her. just had a <laughs> list of movie titles, and you're like, put them in some kind of order, lady. And I had to do it. I am Her eyebrows are going to leap out of everyone's speakers. They're, like, vibrating. <laughs> and, and, and I'm having, like, a complete, like, bless your heart moment. It's... <laughs> It's a good movie. I liked I liked the 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 setup to the middle of Void. I thought they had some really good potential, mm-hmm. and then it turns into a really oh a really God, shitty anime slash House of the Dead movie. It, oh. it, it does. It, yeah, it just like I said. There oh, the much... spooky triangles, it, and he loves her something, I like or I just uh, so there. See, for me, spooky triangles are entirely like a weird hipster new goth fashion thing. And See, I and liked I the parts where the cultists were just standing there. It's See, just a bunch of cultists shit. standing yes. there. That's really creepy. That's, that's the I beginning like that. that I liked. Yeah. 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 There's, that's why it's number nine. Again, there's, okay. a, there's a fairly decent drop-off. I swear to God, my head is going to just end. Again, this, I didn't watch this episode a lot is of going horror to kill this me. year. It is. I will just say that right now. I did now. not get to watch a lot of horror this year. We're on I, number nine. We're I on will, number nine, and I feel like I'm having palpitations. I will say this. I'm at this sorry, point, we're going to start getting into the better stuff from me. So well, Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Who's got a number eight? I do. And it is a movie that was left off nearly everybody's... I did not see it mentioned anywhere. And I am kind of sad because I had meant to show it, and I never did. Uh, it is... The Belko Experiment. I didn't get to see that yet, and I forgot it exists. people just shit all over this movie, and this movie was so much goddamn fun. Yep. It was, it was... It was James Gunn. Sorry about that. It's James Gunn, and Michael, um... Michael Rooker Rooker. is in it. Uh, The guy who plays Dr. Cox on Scrubs. I mean, Uh, McGinley. Ted Ted McGinley? It would be on my list if I had seen it. I think so. I know it's McGinley. I think it's pretty sure anyway. But him, uh, just a great, great cast. and And they're just... Going. And John Gallagher Jr. from 10 Cloverfield Lane mm-hmm. and oh. also... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, okay, so it is a combination of, like, office space and, um, oh my god, the the, the, the Japanese yeah, yeah. school children movie where they all have to kill Battle each other. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Yeah, it's office space meets Battle Royale. And it's... Also known as the early days of the Wizards of the Coast. Office. Yes, yes. And But it, the thing is, it's it's... It's fun, and you kind of get this quick grasp of, like, all the different characters. They don't spend a lot of time. It They don't waste any time. It just hops straight into things. You don't know why it's happening. And then it's just, it's fun and explosions and deaths and, yeah. and, and, and murder and an office building. And then, boom, it's done. And it was just a rush and, and just entirely enjoyable. I... I more and more really appreciate movies that start with the, we're throwing you into this, we are not going to go into huge exposition and backstory for every one of the characters. You're going to, we trust you to figure it out Out. as it goes along. You know, and the character actors were fucking fantastic. Movies that do that was, uh, did you guys see Spider-Man Homecoming? Yes! I hate Spider-Man movies. (laughs) I've hated all of them. And this one, they're like, 
No origin story. Figure nope. it out. And I loved it. It yeah. was like my favorite. How do you not know who Spider-Man is at this point? Yeah. We're just going to go with it. Yeah, we're just going to... Here you go. Here's Spider-Man. In another another movie where you have an entirely... A, like, a huge number of, of, of ethnic representation. Yeah. And, and not a huge deal is made about it. They just exist that way and it's great. Yeah. Um, but no, that was just so much fun. So anyway, uh, next person's number eight. You got number eight, buddy? Uh, <laughs> mine is Girl with All the Gifts. Oh, okay. I really like that That's one. somewhere on my list. Might be my eight. No, it's off my list. <laughs> but yeah, I really the, liked it too. Hmm, where is it in my list? This could change. You see why I didn't leave the absence topped off? <laughs> um, I really liked Girl with All the Gifts. I thought it was cool. It reminded me a lot of the... Um, I am legend yeah. of the story mm-hmm. of I am legend. Oh, well, I'm going to take care of that before it all hits us. Where the humans find good, out good job, that Max. where the humans are kind of the monsters. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is a trope oh within. Sorry. It is a trope within zombie movies that humanity is the real, real. monster. This the zombies are the friends we made along the way. This is oh, a, this God. is refreshing mm-hmm. and, and a nice, New it's a good take, take on it. New take on I love the opening scenes in The mm-hmm. Girl with All the Gifts when they're waking the little kids up. It looks like, yeah. It, it's It's got this opening sequence where they're waking the kids up and it's little kids getting up and strapping themselves into harnesses and masks so that they can't hurt anybody. And it's Dang. creepy and it's great. Okay. Yeah. It's on my... It, it could have been my number eight. There's so much stuff that I know Jen meant to show at some point or another. My and fucking list, Everything man. just went all over the map. So. Yeah. Right. So that's part of why I haven't seen a lot this year. Yeah. I, it's my fault. No, I'm not <laughs> blaming you. Oh, no, no. I, I, I am been... straight up saying, because that is usually, like, that is my goal, is to make sure everybody oh. here gets to see their 52 horror movies. So I went through... Amazon Prime, and I looked at every single movie available and made my viewing list. It took hours. It took a whole day. There's not that much available, but yeah, now I'm just working my way through that, but a lot of it's not stuff that was made this year. Mm-hmm. Um, have yeah. you seen The Shallows? I was yes. that this It year? was really good. Was that I don't know. Year? I don't know. I watched it this morning, um, so for me it was is, this year. Is the other one on your cool. list? 47 Meters Down is not on my list. Okay, so speaking I seen of that stuff, one yet. so we were really surprised with The Shallows that it was as much fun mm-hmm. as it was. Oh, wait, that's the girl stuck on a rock being chased by a shark. Right. The other one was 47 Meters Down, which okay. we also recently watched. Because every time I see a trailer for The Shallows, I'm like, meh. The no. Shallows is surprisingly good. It is. Yes. Yes. Like, as also is uh, 47 Meters Down. 47 Meters Down didn't make it onto my list. Just, I'm a little surprised by is that. That's that uh, also just, a shark movie, isn't it? Yeah. Just, just because okay. it's it's good, it's tense. It, it chooses the, an ending. It chooses an ending that really just made me not put it on my list. That's, and it, it, pissed, right. it pissed me off also. Okay. Um, and in things that could potentially be cut out um, just because it's a little spoilery, um, it is the difference between the American and European version of The Descent. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that ending just irritated the crap out of we me. We were and both like, how dare you? Right. Uh, so. Where he's like, he's cursing and I'm like giving it the squinty Clint Eastwood eyes. Right. Like, 
So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah, remember yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna remember that. So anyhow, so many movies would be so great if they cut off the last five minutes. <laughs> ah! uh, yes, near dark. Uh, near dark. Yes. Uh, Woman in Black. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the, uh, the, the, the the monster end. movie with um, dark? The that has um, the guy who plays all the Russians. Uh, it's the the family drama where they have all the Cthulhu esque monsters that they keep hidden. Oh, oh! It's the one that you talked me into That's watching. Saturday the fourteenth. No, uh... Cthulhu family drama. Is that the one you showed us? Yeah, where they take they take where, refuge in the church. Church, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, they, they um, keep... Dark was the night. Dark was yeah. the night. I've never even heard of that. It's Dark was the night. It's on. Fantastic. Should still be on Netflix. Oh, it's so good. It's got the guy who it's plays. So good, uh, but... Yeah, he, well, he, he, he plays he, so many Russians. He played the Russian in, in Lost. And it's off and no car, so I'm going to be watching <laughs> movies. Dark was the night. He's the one who plays um, in uh, the Guillermo Vampire. He plays. Oh, oh yeah, in the plays, strain. So. Yeah, yeah, he plays. Or not in the strain, in Blade 2. No. Strain. No, in the strain. strain yeah. Oh, he's okay. A different best. Guillermo Vampire. He's, 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 he's the, the, the rat same. catcher. Okay. He's yeah. the rat catcher. Um, so, yeah, no. But, it, but it's, it's fantastic, but there, there's a kick in the junk with the final shot of the movie, and you're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, things that that either don't earn it or they just crap on everything in the that, that comes before. Yeah, it's yeah. just that's yeah. so depressing, and it feels like directors or right, possibly writers or directors, people who make horror films, feel like, oh, we got to get this one last twist of the blade. Yeah, and a lot of the times you don't need that. Yeah, uh, just mm-hmm. a, don't have to. When when we get to a movie on my list. I, I have a comment along those lines because I finally showed this. I finally made the husband watch this movie and we had a discussion about it. Hmm. Now, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Uh, has everybody else discussed their eights? Uh, I believe so. I discussed my eight. All right. Well, what is your eight? My eight was uh, Devil's Candy. And I didn't think it was a great horror movie, but I loved that it had a family... Of heavy metal fans that weren't Satanists, devil worshippers, they seemed like a normal family, and I liked them. And I... you never see, usually in these movies, when there's a family that's being assaulted by ghosts, it's like, a, oh, I just saw one called The Something or the Other, The Regrets Room, because I regretted oh, watching yeah. it. Yeah. And it was room? awful. The Disappointments Room. Yeah. And I was disappointed that the room didn't kill them immediately, because they were the worst, horrible, rich, white people ever. The infamous Blue really, Jay liked that movie. I'm really sad, because I really wanted to watch that, because it's written by Wentworth Miller, who wrote Stoker. Oh. I loved Stoker, but this just... Privileged white wa- people who buy this glorious mansion and are like, "Oh, let's make it modern." And I'm like, "Oh, what okay, are you doing? No, let's then they deserve to die." Yeah. I'm like, "No, you don't want to do Did that." Did we learn nothing from Beetlejuice? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I if you don't it, let me like, run like, out this mm-hmm. house and I make will, it my I own, own, I will go insane and take you with me. That's gonna be the tagline when we move. Let me just oh here. So uh, that's why Devil Can- Devil's Candy is on my list, is because am, the family reminded me of people I know. I am going to leave it at, it is much higher yeah. on my list. Yeah. Mine too. Really? Oh, yeah. good. Yes. And I'll just let that be where, where it is. And then I'll that's discuss okay. a little bit more at that point. Like I said, a couple of my movies are documentaries and probably shouldn't even <laughs> be on the list, but I was desperate. Fuck that bullshit. You Sorry. Put, you, put, you put what you want where you want it. I am going right. to remind you that you said this when we get to some of my stuff. 
Okay. I know a movie that's going to be on your list. And and you're going to throw things I at me. love you. <laughs> and my opinions of the movie have no impact whatsoever on the enjoyment that you took away from it. <laughs> oh, that God. I'm so scared. <laughs> you know exactly what Fuck I'm talking about. Movie. I know exactly. <laughs> and I wasn't even in the room. Yeah. I don't even know what movie it is, and oh. I'm terrified to oh, find no. out. Oh, no. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. So, so, on to number seven. On to number seven. Uh, this poor movie was so missold to the public. Uh, and it's just fucking amazing. It comes at night. Um, because <laughs> that movie was so misrepresented as yes. to what the movie was. But let I me tell you, it. it was fucking amazingly done. It was terrifying. It was... Um, it's more of a movie about human dynamics than about a monster. Am I correct? Is. There, it completely is. Yeah. Uh, it is fear. There is, there is no monster. I yeah. mean, unless you human, human nature, nature is the monster. Right. You know, See, that's not a thing I it's, care for. And that's, no, that's, it, it's not even, that is not entirely true because no, they were terrified the whole time and you find out at the very end of the movie, legitimately so. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but. But the it, tension it, and the dynamic yes. and, and the, the danger is primarily from the people. Yeah. It. It was yeah. one of the, it was the one movie that I had that I gave an honorable mention to. Yeah. Because I don't think it's a horror movie. I think you can make an argument. Mm-hmm. I will accept if you say it's a horror movie. I will accept that. That's fine I didn't with me. watch it because I didn't think it was a horror movie. It so is. So there's that. Were it to be on my list, it would be pretty high on the list. It would definitely be in the top five because. Yeah. It, like she said, it's just a really good movie. It's really well done. The characters are fantastic. Um, kind of harrowing. But, but it is har- and it's completely harrowing. But the fact is, we went in there and we are waiting the entire fucking movie for the movie that was sold to us. Yeah, right. And, and it like, never the fucking uh, happens. Because like, it's completely right, set it's like, as a monster movie. It's like 10 Cloverfield Lane, in a way, yeah. is pitched as a sequel to Cloverfield. And people are like, well, where's the monster? I'm like, yeah. the monster... He's, he's John, right there. He's John Goodman, right, maybe. Right fucking there. Yeah. John yeah. Goodman is so great. Oh, oh my God, God. I, I fucking love, love him. I know. So okay, anyway. anyway. Seven. Number seven. Uh, number seven for me was a movie that is probably going to be much higher on some people's lists. Uh, I thought it was really good, but it's just not my bag. The Black Goat's Daughter. <laughs> Again, I'm going to leave that out. Yeah, as, I'm um, just going to... It's 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 quality. Uh, it's good. I, I appreciate well it. I did. I feel exactly the same way you do. Just not I my thought bad. it was enjoyable, but it was not bad. Solid. Was not for no me. complaints about it. Other than, not my, not really my thing. But I totally appreciate I it. I'm completely going to discuss the Black Coat Starter when I get to it. I, I, yeah. I, all right. That's fine with me. I, I don't okay. really have anything else to say. About I'm nothing it. against it. It just didn't grab me specifically. Um, my number seven may not is Train to Busan. That was this year? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it, it was. It came out on video this year. Huh? It came Maybe out it on was. video this year. I think it was this year. Train to Busan was amazing. And and uh, if you go to IMDb, it will tell you the release date. But if you yeah. go down into the information, it will tell you when, when it, was it was released in the right. U.S. Right. Because the thing with me is that when I have to make my top ten list for this year, there are things that were released on DVD this year, not necessarily things that came out of 
theaters. Yeah. Right. And so when I, I go through I counted, my list, it's all DVD release list, what, not what theater What I count list. is, was it released to the U.S. public? Right. In that time, via yeah. VOD or, you know, yes. or, straight to... Either or, way, or I really like Train to Busan. I think it... I, I love the action elements, love the comedy the elements. I love the elements of sealing a car off and then realizing that the car in front of you is infected yeah. and you have to fight your way through the that. The family dynamic was the fantastic. The family dynamic, the ending. I just, I loved Everything. that movie Everything was a fucking lot. amazing with Train to Busan. So it's in my top seven because I saw it this year. Did it come out in like 2000? Uh, it was really late 2016, but it was 2016. I don't care. Okay. I'm claiming it. Call I'm it good. claiming it. Call it good. Uh, what was your seven, baby? Uh, it was Hangman's side. Or not Hangman's Oh, Black, Black, Black Coast Okay. Um, I don't know if anyone else has seen my number six. Um, it is A Dark Song. I've heard really good things about that. It's I am curious about two. it. It's It is. Love that movie so, so, it, so much. It, it, I nearly talked myself out of watching it. And see, now that you've said that, Devil's Candy is my number two. All right. That's fine. Um, a Dark Song, to me, is, it is another two people in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's just fucking amazing about it is it has the, uh, the also the male lead from, um... I just waved at a cat. <laughs> I just waved at a cat, for those of you who weren't, it looked at me and uh, I waved. And now the do, cat do, is do ignoring see, me. No, he's nursing. Mm-hmm. He or she. He. Um. My... <laughs> They were both uh, taken away from their their mama too early, so they they like not only do they still nurse, but they like do the like. I mean, it is like this muscly like whole body into it, and they will have that blanket like in their mouth, and they're like, and they're like shoulders are in it. It's just yeah, big babies. Um, It has it has the the male lead also from Sightseers, which um, he's just. It's strange because he's rather brutish, but he's so fucking charismatic. Mm. And um, I love... It is it is such a tense... They're both trapped in a house together. Uh, basically, um, a woman's son passes. And it is approaching... Yeah, uh, she... there, there's all these movies that present a bringing your child back as this, like... I bound a couple of weeds together and wished them some super serious. I wish this really hard. And no. then they came back to life. Like and in Wakewood, don't they just yeah. do something like that? Yeah. And then the child comes back and is never right. Your yeah. child never comes yeah. back, back from right. the dead. No, right. right. And, and a lot of these, like, the, the movies are really hard for me just because, you know, there were so many people that are like, oh, once you have a child, you're not going to be able to watch horror anymore. You're not going to be able to watch this true crime stuff. And I can um, but I will straight up tell you that I have a really, really hard time when it does involve the deaths of children. Right. Um, but this movie is, so basically it is, they are doing a, they're trying to summon a it is a, it is an a entity. summoning. Okay. They're trying to summon an entity. But it takes months, and you don't you know. Have, it's like when they call the guy in, and he's like, okay, if we're going to do this, we have to do it right. We have need enough food to last us for a year. We will not be able to leave this house. We are putting magical seals on everything. Good. If, if, Good. You, if you leave, you'll damn us for eternity. Yeah, if you step out of this line, 
we are screwed forever. So for someone all taking actual like serious, yes. it's very but serious. Magic but you're stuff. watching the whole movie. The magic is so heavy. And you so don't heavy. know. It is so heavy. And you don't know, is he lying to her? You don't know. I mean, you don't know. Is this just movie. some random dude is she hired off just the street? Fucking, is he insane? Right. Is she just a fucking nut job? Yeah. It's, I, and it's the you will whole love this movie. movie. It's so good. And then, and then it goes this amazing, Place. grandiose, gorgeous. No spoilers. It's just it's awesome. It's like it's, it. it's it's dark and heavy and then beautiful and please amazing. show this to me. I really I want to see I want this. to watch it again. So if you show it on show Friday it. At, on a horror night, I will be there. I will show unless I'm working. It. Um, it is it it's painful okay. and and beautiful and wonderful. I'm just I'm really interested in any movie that shows any sort of a really like heavily painful magic undertaking that someone's doing where it isn't just binding some weeds together and drawing a circle in chalk. You know, if yeah, it's, if someone were to undertake, be able to undertake something like bringing a loved one back from the dead, no, that's gotta cost a lot. That's gotta be a serious effort and outlay of energy. That's why it's my number two, is because okay. I was like, I love how much magic costs in this. I love that it's not simple. No. It's not just calling a dude in and drawing a chalk circle and, and reading from the Necronomicon. And it was so good. It's heartbreakingly good. Excellent. Totally dig it. Okay. So my, are we done with number sevens? My number six is actually a documentary Mm -hmm. and it is absolutely horrific. It is about the Texas um, tower shooting. It's called the tower. It is, pardon me while I write this down. It is just interviews with people who were there. People who were shot and lying there in the sun while this sniper is in the text in the tower on campus shooting other people. There's interviews with people who were in the building who went up and tried to confront the shooter. There's interviews with everyone involved, Mm -hmm. the police that were there, the witnesses, the victims, and it is all animated over their actual recorded voices, just remembering the day. And it is one of the best documentaries I've seen in a very long time. Um, But it is horrible. It's not technically a horror movie because it's not, but, you know. I don't care. But it is a real life, terrifying documentary. I'm familiar because I know you haven't listened to the backlog, but um, let me introduce you all to... Rias's Documentary Corner. My Documentary Corner. My next film is also a Documentary Corner. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. (laughs) What's your number six? Uh, My number six is Belko Experiment. Yay! Just a a solid, fun film. Yeah. See, one of the things I like best about this podcast is I get to go home with a whole list of things (laughs) I should have watched. And then I get to watch them. Yes. (laughs) So we're getting into serious business. Mm-hmm. So I imagine you have now. Do you have a top five? I technically I have a top four because there are two movies that vie for a slot in okay. mine. So what is your six? Bust one of them or down. No, five. We're at five. Oh, we're at five. Okay. Um, and this might surprise some people. Um, but my number five is it. All right. Um, and I, you know, it's like you haven't seen it. You did you go see it in the theater? Okay, no. and so Jim and I went and saw it together. I need horror movie for pals to go see horror movies with me. 
I will do that. There, there are people sitting right there. I know. <laughs> I, have, I have movie pass now. As, as, do, as do we. we. <laughs> um, and actually, let's talk a little bit about movie pass. Um, sure. Because uh, let's get that out there so people know it exists. I guess they have like yeah. 11 million subscribers now. So, so no one out. knows about it. The word is out. <laughs> uh, movie uh, pass is a subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and you get to go see movies. As yes. many as you want. As, as many, many as you want as with you participating want. theaters. And it's like nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. I am really fucking angry because I originally, we signed up for it on the same day where there was a yearly pass available. Mm. Jim's went through, mine rejected. Uh, yeah. So now I'm doing the month by month. Yeah. Which so really, really can me. you use Movie Pass to go perhaps see the same movie over yes. and over? But oh. not in the same theater in the yes. same day. You get one movie per theater per day. Okay. So if you want to go see uh, Shape of Water at the Egyptian, you go see it there. And then I think you go see, you can go to a different theater and watch another movie the same day. Hmm. But you just okay. can't watch multiple movies in the same theater on the same day. Okay. There we go. Um, it's fairly, I mean, if you go see a movie a month, this pays for itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and if you want to see more. But the thing is, it's like, I know be... a lot of people who are like, well, I don't know if I'm going to go... I'm sorry, if you have a pass that you go every see a lot Monday more movies. night, you're going to go see a lot more movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so You have to be within 100 people. yards of the theater to get the ticket. So okay. it's not like something where you can like do it in advance. And right. No, so you have to go to the we theater. We paid for our Star Wars tickets because that's the only way we were going to get... Well, we actually, yeah. we could have used our movie pass given how empty the theater was, was. when we went. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went to a free screening of Star Wars. I go see it tomorrow night. night. I go see you're it tomorrow gonna night. You're going to like it so much. It's, it's really good. There's because there's really come a point where I just ladies. can't just, avoid the internet anymore. anymore. I, yeah. have to, I have to go see it. Just it's, brace yourself. They kill Kirk. It's got some cute... <gasps> no! Also, <laughs> it has some super cute little toad ladies. Excellent. Ah, the judgmental fish nuns. Oh, yeah, toad ladies. They're adorable they and really I love are. them. All right. judged. They are. I don't think they Oh like my god, me. all the I'm, Star Wars spoilers, guys. I yeah. am I am all for judgmental little old ladies, so good. I'm sorry, that's, I don't think it's a, uh, too much of a spoiler. Just no. Like, I don't think they like me. And what's the comment? <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go see tomorrow. I'm going to go see tomorrow. Yay, good for you. You should. It's super fun. Five. Uh, like number five. Um, my number five. It was. It was really close on number five, but my number five uh, is is colossal. Um, that came out this year. <coughs> it was oh. released. It was made in sixteen, I think. Okay. But it was released in. Then I actually Honey, do have five. My colossal yeah. number four. I actually liked it more. Mine uh, is uh, number three. Colossal. We is all have colossal in our amazing. top five. I think colossal I, is. Fucking amazing. A lot, of, been, yeah. a lot of my movies are based on how much I personally really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really had, a, like I said, I had a hard choice on this one because I really enjoy Colossal. But, is it a horror, again, is, yes. it, a, is it a horror movie? Yes. Mostly? It's got a giant monster in it. It's got all the rest of the... No, the, the, it is a the, fucking the horror the, movie, the, not the, because of the monster. <laughs> I was getting there. It also has all the rest of the, the abuse and the, the, the tension and the terror and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Come on. Yes. Is it a really good movie? Yes. yes. Should it be billed as a comedy in their ads? No. Oh, no. But... Oh my goodness, I had a family in who had an eight-year-old little boy, and he's like, I want it, he's got a giant monster, and I'm like, kid, you're not ready for that. No. <laughs> this you, is not a movie no. You're not going to dig this yet. No. Here, have a camera. 
Um, yeah. And the thing that also really pisses me off in this movie are, are the people who complain that a character twist comes out of the blue. And well, does let, not. Me, let me explain to you, as a it woman does not. that grew up in an abusive home and had some moderately abusive relationships, there are some fucking signs there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you can't spot them and where things go wrong you're are probably completely a guy. out of the blue, number one, you're a guy. And number two, you're really lucky. You're not fucking paying attention. Yeah, yeah. And that must be really nice to be able to miss all of those fucking neon blinding signs. signs. Yeah. Red flag. Red flag. I, Whoa. I, I will not Whoa. say that it it was it was out of the blue. It was kind of obvious once you know once everything got going. I will say that I did not catch on to it as early as Jen did. And on a rewatch, on my second watch, it was like, oh no, I totally see it now. There's yeah. that thing, there's that nice thing, there's yeah. that yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that I'm, you know. Now that you know it's going to go bad. Well, yeah. hindsight is always so, 20 right. 20. So, <laughs> any, you know, like my number one, was it last year's number one, I think for me, was Lights Out. So, I mean, like I said, is it, it's it, my the rest of mine are more of a pure horror movie that I really enjoyed. And yeah, that's yeah. why Colossal was lower. Yeah. Well, my, that said, Colossal, as far as yeah. being a quality movie, is way higher oh. would, uh, on my I'm changing best my movies. list around. I'm making Void my five. Not my, uh, it was my four. How dare you reorder your arbitrarily ordered list that you just did a few <laughs> minutes ago? Hey, I have reordered mine because I'd forgotten Colossal came out this year. Yeah. So. Though it doesn't change my, my bottom of my list, which is in my numbering five, because I only saw so many horror movies yeah. this year, but yeah. would not even be on your... Uh, any list for you whatsoever. <laughs> Look, I apologize for making you watch Seven Witches, okay? The trailer looked really great. And I stylistically, had no... it was really beautiful. Stylistically, it was, just like it was beautiful. Sitting, it was just like sitting with my family, and that's not fun. There was partially that. There was partially the fact that it had the same depth of character and plot development as Neon Demon. And the oh, only I reason I was... Wi- don't watch Neon Demon. Um, the only what reason... No. Well, okay, watch it, but don't have the sound on. Yeah, um, that's what I'm told. Don't think about it. Just look at it's it. It's very pretty. And part of the reason I'm willing to give it, give Seven Witches more of a pass than I ever was with Neon Demon is Seven Witches is much more aesthetically my sort of thing. It is absolutely aesthetic. Aesthetically your movie. Yes. Um, it, it is tense. Yes. Um, and it's also tight because it's not terribly long. No, it's so. I mean, if you it's just only a little at, over an hour. If yeah, I if correctly. you just look at it as like a little um, an extended vignette. Yeah, yeah, it's and, perfect for what it is. And after you showed it, because the movie we were going to watch didn't work out, and so you were like, "Okay, we watched this trailer. Let's watch this." And then afterwards, you were like, "I love you, Jilly. Why? Why?" I swear to God, had I had a physical copy of it, I would have, as I had with Gothic, said, take this from my fucking home. So, but no, I don't think. When you showed me. I don't, when you showed make me want to knock their heads together. Right. When you showed Seven Witches, it was during one of the stretches of time that the husband was off doing a Magic the Gathering event, so I was home by myself, which meant I got to actually have free reign over the selection of Amazon movies, and I bought it. I actually did buy it on VOD because because I find it it's one of those very soothing background things to have yeah. on while I'm sewing. So yeah. so yes, that's filmed here in Washington. Exactly, State, so which is why it is even more fun. It is at my number five. Ugh. 
Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I, I knew you were going to make that face. My number five is The Void. Again, because it has cool monsters in it, and yeah, I like some of the visuals. I felt like it was a love song to John Carpenter. Aww. It is a love song to a bunch of movies. It's and got I, a lot of that in it, but I feel like maybe it's got a little too much of that in it. Mm-hmm. Like it, really it tries is. too hard to be all things to all horror fans. Exactly. And you can have homages, but you can't just try and make that movie... Yay, my homage is pasted on. Yeah, and it's just it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but anyway, um, yeah. So uh, five. Jesus. That was five. That was five. five. Number four. And, and your witches was five. Witches seven. Witches was my number five. Okay. So um, four was colossal for me. Um, I. I am gonna. I am gonna watch whatever that director that makes beautiful. coming next. Yeah. Um. And if I'm not mistaken, he did something else. Now that's going to drive me nuts. Um, he did another movie that I remember being really impressed with. But that I mean, that was my big thing that I took away from it is that I'm going to watch anything he does. Yeah, that was it, a it was, really. I, that's a film that I tell people like we have a women in horror film club that um, meets at Scarecrow, and I was like immediately it's like you guys have to see this. This is something you guys can discuss for hours after yeah. you've watched it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the director of Time Crimes. Oh, Time Crimes is fun. Yeah. Nacho Vigalondo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Woo! I know. I love Time Crimes. I know. Time Crimes is a good little it. time travel movie. Yeah. Time travel tragedy movie. Yeah. All right. Have you seen House at the End of Time? It's also a time travel tra- tragedy yeah. movie. I really like it. And I really, really it. liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so, number, number four. four. Number four. Number four, uh, was, for her, was colossal. For me, it is Annabelle Creation. Uh, it's a solid, really fun horror movie, and that's why I liked it, so that's why it's number four. It's, it's a thrill ride. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. For me, number four is another documentary. It's called Holy Hell, and it's this guy who... In the 1970s, he's like a videographer guy, and he meets this bunch of people who are out doing good things in the world, and they're super nice people, and they're building houses, and they're helping the poor, and he kind of joins them, and they have all these videos of them having a great time, and they're getting a little new agey, and then this super charismatic guy joins the group, and you see in the documentary, you watch as it becomes a cult. Oh, ah. I want to see that. And you see why people join cults. And oh, you understand oh, it because they're I like, about this. oh and, yeah, and, these and, people and, and, are really wasn't nice. wasn't it and really, really, really working really well until he added another wife in? No, no. Okay, that's a different one. No. Um, that's a different one. But yeah, and everybody's like, they're all really nice and they're helping people. Now they've got a leader and he's charismatic. And next thing you know, they're building up, they're living in a bunker. And I'm like, oh my God. I've never seen a movie. I see. I watch. I love documentaries about cults. I'm fascinated by it, but I've never seen one that explains how people can get appeal? sucked into yes. them. What, are the, what, what is the appeal? Because, how does this work? There's got to be something originally that happens that is mm-hmm. enticing yeah. and welcoming right. before everybody drinks Kool Aid. Before, before it goes terribly yeah. wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I felt like Holy Hell was a documentary I saw on Netflix, so mm-hmm. it's there, and it's absolutely great because it gives you that oh my god and you're with the guy on the journey yeah you're like seeing his actual footage of this and you're like 
huh, that's a little weird that that charismatic guy's do. uh-oh. <laughs> oh, a bumper, oh. you say? <laughs> I really want to see that. It's super good. Um, it's my number four. Um, nobody dies. It's not really a horror movie. Nobody really dies in it. The cult doesn't kill themselves. Um, some of the people spoilers. in the movie. <laughs> it's not really. Some of the people in the movie are still in the cult that are interviewed. Oh. It is, it's good, though. Okay. So my number four is actually a movie I haven't seen yet. My number four is It. And I am looking forward to watching it, but It is like three quarters of one of my top Stephen King books. There's so much about it I love. Yeah. I am I'm really interested in hearing your take on I it. I am terrified of clowns. I'll watch it. I with am you. I am straight up terrified of clowns and when Well, I will very likely I know. Show it and when her. Jen and Jim went and saw it, as soon as you got into the theater, Jen called me and said, You cannot see this it's in the in theater. The theater. So I'm going to watch it at home on video with the lights on and stuffed animals and maybe anti anxiety medication. Yeah. And you know, pause it after Pennywise scenes and walk around a lot and, and yeah. quietly, you know. I'm really interested in seeing it again. Um we will have it on the ninth. That's when it releases okay. on Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I've heard yeah. everyone I know who's seen it has really enjoyed it's it. Really good. That's what everybody says. It's super good. It's... My almost thirteen-year-old goddaughter desperately wants to go see it, but yeah. since no, she doesn't I'm... do all the horror movies, we're like, yeah. that's not one for your first not movie. Yet. Not yet. And uh, the, the child actors are fantastic. You enjoy Monster and... Squad, little girl. Exactly. Oh God, I know. I'm actually thinking about this next coming year showing Monster Squad to Tuck. To Tecla. Oh, she's, she's like it. It's really silly. handling things really well, and I. We got her through Rogue One. You okay, know, and that's a sad, yeah. sad movie. It yeah. is. I wish showed her the original Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah, is when, kind of harrowing. And both of them. We yeah. showed her both of yeah. them. So yeah, yeah. she's taking. <laughs> when we were in Last Jedi. Uh, one of the trailers that they did was for in the Infinity War. Infinity War trailer, right. And at the very end of the Infinity War trailer, you see Thor meet with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So Tekla was just kind of sitting there through the thing and just like, like okay, wait, yeah. So, it's many da, 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 da. so many people. And then there's Thor. Who the hell are you guys? And then it fans over and there's the Guardians. Hi, and the little wave. And Tekla was like, <laughs> All right. Uh, I just saw Thor Ragnarok finally last week. Oh my week. god! Oh my so god! god. god. So, so much, so much fun, and so, so much. I'm sorry. In our dystopian now, yeah, Thor Ragnarok is the movie we needed. Oh, it yeah. is. As I said, I'm, it's a Technicolor. Fuck you to Ragnarok. It really <laughs> is, which is awesome. And I, I am, I am completely baffled where fandom is going in the fic with for that movie because yeah. it is. I haven't even seen any fanfic and oh, there's like none swarms of that. None of it. None of it's what I want. None of it's what I want. Philosophic Hulk. Yes. yes. Oh. Like raging fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. And where yeah. he's walking nude and I, and you're and he's just like. That's in my mind now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yes. Um, I just watched an earlier Taika Waititi movie called Boy, I have which I really, really liked. good things about that. It's about a little a boy who lives with his family and all his cousins and stuff, and he's the oldest one. He's like nine, and he's taking care of all of them because Grandma had to leave for a while. And he hero worships his father, and his father's been in prison for six years. And his dad comes home, and his dad's kind of a doofus. I mean, he's a criminal, but he's not like you're. See, he's not like a super people? criminal. Hmm? Same director as Wilder yeah. people. Yeah, because I want to see that. I and uh, Taika Waititi stars as the dad. Oh. And it's it's kind of sweet and fun. Okay. Yeah. It's got some serious moments in it. I really liked it. It made me yeah. want to move to New Zealand. But anytime <laughs> I turn on the news, I want to move somewhere. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. 
Yeah. So have we covered Sweet. everybody's fours? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, my three is the Black Coat's Daughter. I, I love that movie so much. Um, I love... <sighs> It's just, you tell me about it, because I didn't like it that much, and I'm I, curious oh, to know what it is figured, that is so appealing to you guys. Like I said, it, I figured is, Black Coat's Daughter was going to be much higher on is, others' lists. Yes, it is. It's it's I, two for know, me, so. I, it is the story of, of girls trying to find their way. Trying to find their way. Some of the, not necessarily mean girl tensions and backbiting, but just the... Even when you're thrown into an environment like school together, personalities don't mesh and you don't 100% understand or get along with everybody. And, and there's always and that one really weird kid. Yeah. And the other big thing that I just loved is when things go dark. Yeah. And, and its approach on just the witchcraft slash satanic element. Yes. Um, I loved how it was handled. Yes. I have one major grievance, and there is a role in the movie that, um, upon her aging, is recast. Yeah. Uh, instead of having her and aging her in right. some way. And I found, um, upon my first watching, finding that very confusing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, and being frustrated by it. Um, but at the... <laughs> You must pay attention to the cat now. Oh, sweet kitties. He's in know. he's in cuddly adorable mode now. Yeah. Uh, less yelling, more cuddle. Right. Um yeah, you're it, right. It, the, it is the, but the atmosphere The atmosphere and, was and, great. And just the presentation of of things going fucking wrong. And the fact that there was there was a build up to everything going. Yeah. There it was it wasn't necessarily what I'd call a subtle build up, yeah, but but it worked, and it was ground. just subtle enough that you yeah. didn't feel like you had, you know, giant satanic anvils being dropped in your head. Mm-hmm. But no, boy, but boy, and and on top of it, um, a <laughs> an unapologetic bloodthirstiness. Yes, of like when it, it just God. And I, one of, one of the <laughs> other things I really liked about it was I really liked. A, I liked the sound design, like the sound effects Agreed. of the voices. <laughs> the sound oh, that was that fantastic. Movie is amazing. The yeah. soundtrack was amazing. Right after you showed it to us, I was like, "Hey, the soundtrack is on iTunes right now. Buying it, okay?" Yeah. And I listen to it a lot when I write. And it's so funny because oh, sorry, Poos. Um, sweet kitty. I know he's just being fucking adorable. And um, it's so funny that I can't watch Gerald's game. Because the uncomfortable dynamic between the couple, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. sends me into a panic. But yet, the um, the backbiting between when they give her the ride in the car, and the husband and wife are just yeah. ripping each other to shreds. Yeah, yeah. that's I'm hard just, to watch for me. It, it is hard to watch, but I was just, like, engrossed. Because it seemed so realistic and damning, and then watching her watching from the back seat and almost kind of toying with them a little bit and playing them off each other. Um, It reminded me a lot of Stoker. Yes. um, Which I also love um, in in those brittle mom moments. Yeah. And I don't know why 
I love it in this one and yet hate it when it happens in some other movies. Well, I think it's partially how 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 subtle the actors can carry it off. Yeah. Because again, like in Seven Witches, there's that really sniping, tearing each other apart family dynamic, but it's it's a little more not necessarily exaggerated, but much more overt. Mm-hmm. And there there comes a point where you can where the subtle stuff the subtle representation of that sort of relationship works really well and the more overt and over the top version is harder to laugh at is yeah. harder to distance yourself from yeah yeah that could be yeah. Yeah. yeah i just it just it was one of those movies that just absolutely worked for me yeah i need to and watch so, it again yeah. i really liked it i will watch it again i didn't i didn't like it that much mm-hmm. but it i i don't know yeah, yeah. It didn't appeal but, to me that much, but then again, but there's so many yeah. movies. Yeah, there's so it's, many movies. Oh my god, so many movies. It's a really good movie. I, I, and then the ending, unlike a lot of other stuff that I've been watching lately, the ending pays off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, all right, it so does. Three. So, I agree. so my number three is Colossal. That is also my number three. Uh, my number three is it. I uh, I liked it. They made the, the, there's a few changes, a few small changes yeah. from the book. I only have Keeps one fresh. real complaint in in the entire movie, and that's just the the way they deal that with one no character. Preteen gangbang at the end. That is really it. You that know? is I that could, is re- yeah. a relief. <laughs> that is yes. A, Stephen King, please. I, the, <laughs> when girls can do more than that. When yeah. the movie was released, and because I'm really active on Tumblr, there came a point where I had to have a post and be like. What do I need to blacklist so I am not going to randomly see Pennywise? Mm-hmm. And that was when I learned that there is a tag called Lol Clownfucker. At which point I'm like, no, I, I support you and your kinks. They are not mine. Get, nope. get away from I me. I am absolutely nope. okay with you and your kinks as long as they're way, way, way over there. Way yep. over there. And I don't need I to don't see pictures. see pictures or hear about it. <laughs> That's, yeah. Oh, Tumblr. All right, so. Uh, my... My number two is Black Coat's Daughter. Are we at, did you do your three? Yeah. Yeah, Colossal. Okay. Uh, so uh, two for me is The Devil's Candy. And so here's where I'm going to go into it a little bit more. That's fine. Let's talk go about right it because my number two is Devil's Candy. My number two is a dark yes. song. Actually, that never fucking happens. My A dark song, yeah. Actually, Devil's Candy would tie for number two for me. Okay. So here's... Sorry, I'm just, you know, here I am. I, I have my list. I thought about my list. I've reordered my list. Um, and now yet I still have to think about what I want to say about Devil's Candy. Uh, things that I loved about Devil's Candy is a lot what you already said um, about them being a metal family. But an awesome family. Yeah. They loved each other so much. Yeah. And what I really loved was that... They very much presented how things are hard. Yes. In being a family that works and that it takes work and that it takes a whole bunch of different family members mm-hmm. um, carrying the load in their own ways and that was equal, equally respectable and Sorry. important. And it obviously took work on all of their parts to be a working family that, that managed together. Yes. Mm-hmm. I loved an altern- uh, an alt family being represented as that a perfectly alt. healthy... Yeah. Or even being represented at all. 
right. and not having dad the alcoholic. Well, or, we're an alt family where dad's an artist and he only hits me sometimes. Right, right. Or, yeah. you know, it was on the heroin. Yeah. It's, it was nice yeah. to see none of those tropes come up. Yeah, I was expecting them at every turn. I'm like, oh, God, yeah. what's going to happen now? And they did come. not happen. Yeah. And when family members dropped the ball, it seemed entirely human. Yes. Mm-hmm. And entirely a way that an, 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 a normal, everyday family would, would deal have with that. failings. Yes. Yeah. And be really upset and not look what you made me do. Um, but if yeah. I drop the ball, I fucking owe you an apology. And and it, it seemed legitimately. Um, mm-hmm. I <laughs> also really loved it because it is a it is a beautiful new retelling of a story we've all seen a million times um, that we all love because we love Rosemary's Baby. We love movies where um, somebody really wants something so very badly and a deal is struck. Uh-huh. And are they willing to let go of everything else to have to, that to attain? Mm-hmm. And what is the price of even trying to go for that? Uh-huh. And, and what's the fallout of that? And like the Black Coat's daughter, I love that um, that satanic flavor of of like the gallery the, owner, the gallery and, owner, mm-hmm. and the the woman who the yeah, was, his his PA and oh yeah, just, <coughs> and when he comes to the house and when he's constantly mm-hmm. tempting him and where he's but I mean it's just. It's not. It's not a new story, but it's a it really a skillful retelling. Fantastic telling there of are... a story we've seen a million times, and they did a good job. Yeah, Faustian bargain movies are yes. a dime a dozen. I'm yes, sorry, dime a dozen. Finding a good one is really hard. And, and one of the th- the reason it's it's so high up my list and was tied for number two for me is because I think I took something also an added level of horror to it that you guys wouldn't have gotten because I am married to a freelance artist. I witness that struggle of yeah. what what he goes through, what he what he tries to do and what what some of the you know not obviously satanic devil's bargains that are offered, but what some of the the temptations are of am I willing to do this thing to am I willing to paint the mural for the bank? Now, see, that was one thing that I found as an extra level of horror that it, on two levels there, because one, he's he is painting over that mural to do this piece he's inspired like, by, and I'm like, you like, don't destroy a commission, you do not. No, just put that aside. You put that aside, and you canvas. get another piece of wood. You don't destroy that. Yeah. And the yeah. thing that that made me really kind of. T- feel like, oh, well, there's obviously some sort of supernatural agency going on here, is that his wife did not completely lose her shit at that point. Yeah. <laughs> because while I love my husband very much and I support his freelance art career and he's very successful at it, if he were to, like, wander downstairs from the studio and tell me, oh, that commission that I'd been paid, you know, a couple thousand for, I've completely gone away from it. I've painted, I've because destroyed I those files. Idea. Here's this piece I'm working on. I'd be like, really? 
we, okay, we're going to have a talk, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to explain to me why. And I'm yeah. really, and before we have the talk, I'm going to go take a walk around the block for a little bit, because I'm really angry, and I'm going to throw dishes at you. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was an additional lower room, horrific Xanax, Yeah. Um, taking a walk, and then when I feel like I comfortably have this conversation, we're going to be fucking having a conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was an additional like layer of but, unease yeah, in there right, for because me. Because in this, especially in this film, they were not like a wealthy family, and no. this commission was super important. Yeah. And they had just bought a house to yeah. get mm-hmm. them out of their shitty neighborhood and their horrible apartment, Part- and yeah. yeah. And, uh, I liked it much more than I expected to. Yeah, me too. I thought it was going to be it just kind of a crappy slashery. Because we watched, whatever we film. watched like the first, you know, five minutes of it or something at one point. Mm-hmm. It was an abortive thing where it was like, no, we're not going to watch that. Tonight. Right, because it was Pete was out of town and you didn't, you weren't sure yeah. if if a home invasion am, sort of I, thing was going well, to make yeah. me freak out by being. Yeah, that's not the best idea. And no. just watching the first few minutes of it was kind of like. This looks weird. I don't know. But yeah, no, it was way better than I expected. And for me, part of my enjoyment is that I I, I watch movies for escapism, so I just get absorbed into the film. I am not dissecting it. I am not, like, looking at it with a critical eye so often. It's really more how well does it immerse, yeah. Me, yeah. You know, immerse yeah. me into it. Uh, it is very rare that a movie will get me immersed into it like this, and yet I can pick apart, I can see the the uh, the thematic elements yeah. as they occurred. Yeah. As we're sitting there, and I, afterwards I'm like, no, see, that whole scene right there, that it's, was the temptation scene. Yeah. Yes. That's, uh-huh. that's yes. where the devil was, was trying to, right. to get him to turn away. Yeah, that you think about later. So yeah. here's my other two things. Very rare for me, so I was excited. Ethan fucking Embry. Yeah. Fucking Ethan Embry is becoming he is making these little appearances in all of these different horror movies and he is so amazing um is he the guy that played the dad he is the guy who played the dad he also played the son in late phases um he was also i can't remember the there's a movie that has him and um there's one character actor that was also in The Innkeepers, but basically they are these two guys that are hard on their luck, and they keep being forced to do things for oh, money. Oh, right. And, you and were I, telling me about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, um, not Would You Rather. It's, yeah, but, but it's it came like out that. the same year, and I can't watch it because um, it, it is, it is it's penalizing rough. people who are in dire circumstances and playing them against each yeah. other. Yeah, no. Um, but anyway, he did that, and I've heard it's just absolutely fantastic, but it, it hits It is all good, of my but it's rough. Buttons. It is. It's not something you should watch. Yeah. I watched it. And then he also had that little moment in the guest where as soon as she showed up, I'm like, oh, and you're going to die. And then he immediately did, because he's the <laughs> arms dealer who yeah. comes and shows him some guns, and you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I got to see you for a minute. Which one is the guest? The guest is um, the Adam Wingard movie where it has um, it's this, yeah right out he did Dan it after Stevens, your next but it's, where it wants to be like a Terminator movie but he's the uh, soldier who is a friend of the son who died oh and he comes right back. right it's right just so much fucking it's, fun it's, and, it's very and the, yeah and homage to eighties but not nearly so much wonderful. as uh, no yeah. not as overt as Thor Ragnarok uh, you're right yeah <laughs> but the other shining thing. In the Devil's Candy is um, Pruitt Taylor Vince, who plays the um, the the villain, right? Um, For lack of a better term, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 
the guy. The guy. He's the, the guy. guy. But he He's has, got those vibrating. He, he has he a has vibrating eyebrows. He, he has a um it's he, a nerve it's it's, it's a it's thing, a yeah. disease thing. That, that that basically makes his eyes shake and so it gives mm-hmm. him this very uncomfortable look. Um, and he has, He's you know, been, you see him as a character actor in TV shows and yeah. movies, and he He's is just used so to good. He is fantastic in this movie and threatening yet um, sympathetic at yeah, times. You're yeah, like, oh, you, this you guy. see his struggle. Pitiable, uh-huh. I think. Pitiable? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you feel bad for him, but then but you then, wake up with him in bed dangerous. with you. Yeah. <laughs> That I mean, scene? admittedly, I kept muttering, no, you, you have to know more than one chord. There has to be more than one <laughs> chord you can play. He's but... not terribly talented. No, but <laughs> you, he just, I... he's really good at making noise. Because I... the noise keeps it away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, um, everybody else is number two, or did we already shout them all out? That was the, I was tied for yeah. Devil's Candy and Black Coat's Yeah, my number two was Dark Song, which we already talked about. Um, I really want to see that now. And my number one is Get Out. Yeah. Yep. I think everybody's number one is Get Out. That Mine, isn't mine's it. Boo 2, a Medea Halloween. I am so happy for you. I'm just yeah. kidding. It's Bye Bye Man. I'm just kidding. It's Get Out. I am so angry at Bye Bye Man. I never watched it. I never well, wanted here's to. Here's the thing. There's a book. The story of Bye Bye Man comes from a book called The President's Vampire and Other Stories. Oh, and yeah. the other stories are... And it's a great, fun book. It's yeah. about people who are shot with elf shot weird UFO stuff, all the weird stuff that I like is in that book. And then um, the movie The Bye-Bye Man came out, and I saw the title Bye-Bye Man by the same author. So I bought it because I was like, oh, it's going to be like this? No, it is that with a different title. And so, yeah. Yeah. The story of The Bye-Bye Man was the least interesting part of that book, so I didn't even bother with the movie. Right. So... I just showed Get Out to Pete. I finally was like, no, you have to watch this. It's been almost a year. You are not going to be able to avoid spoiler spoilers as the year end lists come out. And he really liked it. And he was second guessing everything and getting... Getting, getting all of it wrong. Getting all of it wrong. That was that was something I was I was very entertained by. Where he was like, no, no, no. She's totally like brainwashed too. And I was like, I just kept biting my tongue. Did she, she's oh, but having... boy. But boy. Uh-huh. The internet wants to be. Boy, the internet wants her to be. The whiter net. Yes. yes. The actress herself has said, no, she's evil. She's having sex with him in front of pictures of people she has murdered before. Yeah. Yeah. But the the thing, when I told him about the alternate ending, what the alternate ending was, he was like, well, in a way, I kind of wish... They'd yeah. gone with that. That would have been a more interesting narrative twist. And I'm like, I know you constantly want an additional twist to everything because you want really complex narratives with really complex but twists. the tears it that nearly have... burst into everyone's eyes when they realized... That there are lights that... coming down the road? And I, he said, yes, the I get fear. that. And I said, also, not every yeah. story is served by multiple twists. You don't yeah. need to have that additional gotcha. So, yeah. If um if I had the means, I would go to the distributors in the studio that put out Get Out and punch them in their faces until they die from it because I'm sorry, Get Out is not a fucking comedy. And I don't care how I... it could be benefited or how it has potentially more of a chance. You are insulting this fucking movie by calling it a comedy. I didn't 
CNA advertising that made me think it was it's a not, comedy. It's, it's, it for is, it's for the awards. It's for the awards. The Academy oh. Awards, it is being it's submitted for, as a comedy. No, for the Golden Globes. Oh, the Golden, yeah. Golden Globes. The yeah. winner for, so was Martian. The Golden Globes traditionally puts doesn't have a horror category. Right. So films that is are that science fiction or horror or genre films, they put automatically into comedy. the comedy category. Last year it was The Martian. Yeah, they don't have comedy. comedy. Yeah. It's not a comedy. It's a science fiction film. They don't have a category. They don't so have they any genre. So I'm, I'm a little less... Yeah, the they don't have any genre categories other than comedy. I don't think they even have they a have, musical no, genre. No, they have comedy, they? drama, and musicals. Okay. They do have musical. But they don't have genre categories for sci-fi okay. or horror. But yeah. So that's... So, so it's their catch-all. It's where they put stuff they don't have a genre thing for okay. every year. All right. I so, will try. I will try and get the fuck over that. It's Okay. <sighs> But no, you it's know, not a comedy, and the studios had nothing to do with it being put in that comedy. The quality thing. of Get Out as a whole is so amazing. It's staggering. And there is there is not a moment where the quality falls a little bit, or where you're struggling to get through a couple of scenes. Um, it is just... And it is only... It, there are movies where once you've learned the twist, you're like, well, there's no point in ever watching the movie again. This movie, you're you like... can completely watch it again mm-hmm. and watch things build. And where things were just creepy, they now you know why horrifying. they're yeah. The yeah. silent auction. Oh, yeah. In mm-hmm. our first watching, the silent auction was terrifying. In watching it the second time, when you know exactly what they're auctioning, is it's yeah. Yeah. Before the silent auction, when everyone's talking to him at the party, <gasps> and it just seems kind of weird. And you're like, and oh, you're they're like, just rich white people. They're, they're rich white people, yeah. and they're fetishizing blackness. Right. Which they are. Which a lot of... But yeah. it's in a totally it's self-serving purpose. Yeah, yeah it's, just in a, like, it's in a different huh. manner. The yeah. only even minor quibble I have with the movie, the only thing that jarred me out for a second was the scene in the operating theater. And I understand why they did this, because it had to work narratively, but I had a split second of, who the hell does brain surgery with a whole bunch of burning candles in the room? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you cannot do that. You need better lighting. And a sterile surrounding. And a sterile sterile room. And I got over it, like, immediately. Yeah, I'm like, okay, it's narrative, it's the story, that's what happens. But it's it's well told. It stands up to repeated watching. It really does. The idea of being stuck behind those eyes in that body and having no volition is so beautifully shown. And so heartbreaking. Yes. and, And just on a completely different note, that opening scene... Where he's like walking, and you are so amazingly aware yes. of his fear. Yes. Mm-hmm. That people driving by, I mean, there's a little bit of like, yeah. oh, fuck. But there's a little bit of like, how much danger am I in right now? And yeah, it, just for it, being a black man walking through this neighborhood. This affluent neighborhood. Yeah. And it really kind of reminds you of. Um, what it takes me back to is all of those conversations that um, black parents have had with their black children. Oh, yeah. On... It's very targeted toward getting people to think about Trayvon Martin. Yeah. 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 So, but it's just fucking fantastic. Again, watch, showing it to Pete, he, uh, 
he at first he thought okay maybe they're hypnotized he you know he was going to a hypnotized use as a slave sort of thing and then when he makes the escape and gets out of the house and there's the 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 daughter's comment about grandma at which point he paused the movie and he's like oh no yeah. oh no and i'm like uh-huh. oh yeah the scene though where he is talking with the maid <gasps> and she just oh, and she's smiling no, and she, no no and that the one tear, tear that, comes down yeah oh, but the my God. acting in that scene that scene breaks my broke my heart just, I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Struggle. I, I know she won't get a supporting actress nod, but I so... But she deserves, she deserves it. it. Yeah. She absolutely so deserves good. it. Just like, oh man, there's like yeah. 15 def- different levels of messed up in that one, sh- yeah. that one like 30 second shot of her yep. face. And you're like... And again, and the casting is so good because even even down to who they cast, how they cast and directed the mom... Where she's just that pitch note oh, perfect. She is upper, such an amazing upper class actor. older white lady who's mm-hmm. very privileged yep. and has her very, you know, intellectual just helping people job. Yeah. But I mean down to her drapey oatmeal vicious. cardigan and know, the big chunky jewelry. Like, I have loved her for years. Yeah. I Everything, even visually, just I mean, character notes and costuming wise was so yeah. good. Yeah. It's just fucking fantastic. So having read, you know, the stories that uh, uh, they put out that white people basically don't believe that the girl was evil. Right. That she was that hypnotized. That she was, that she was 100% in on it. No, she was 100% in on it. First of all. Catherine Keener is you, the mom. You can't, yeah, she's great. You can't tell me that you still think that she's evil after you see her eat that cereal. Nobody good eats that cer- eats cereal like that. She is pure he's evil. So, he's so stuck on, so, on that scene. So, so um, but what the the the, the, the funny little know. story is that when we watch Get Out, um, we start getting to the scene where they're trying to escape. They're, he's they're gonna the they're gonna make they're looking for the keys. They're looking for the keys. Where are the keys? Mm-hmm. And I really had to pee, oh. and I couldn't hold it anymore. So I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know what's gonna happen here. He's gonna get caught. I'm running for it. So I ran out to the bathroom. And I ran back in, and I missed the part where they actually capture him. So the the, the last time that I saw her, she was looking for the keys. The next so time, the next the time that I that, see her, yeah, that she is. She's sitting. She's and I. I was wondering. I had the same question: Is she brainwashed? Is she being like a, a stalking horse, a Judas goat, yeah, right. to lure the to lure these men in there, or is she part of this environment? So I didn't see the "you were my favorite" reveal. I didn't see. Oh, yeah. I didn't see any of that. Yeah. The next time that I see her, as I'm still asking this question internally, is when she's sitting on the phone talking to the best friend. Yep. And she's sitting with a blank face at the table with the phone up against her head, with both parents staring very intently at her off to the side, so you as if they still... were measuring, like. Well, is she giving the right responses, yeah. or if she's, or just like, so, is is he buying it? It could go either right. way. Mm-hmm. But she's got a blank face, and she's, but she's doing emotions while having a blank face. So I'm like, well, that scene did not help me make my decision as to whether or not she's, 
Well, she's in on knows? this. Then they get into the you know the shoebox. She opens up the there's the shoebox with the people in it, and she's put all the pictures back up, and she's trolling the internet for new dates. Yeah. And I was like, okay, no, she's. It's not that she's. She's fucking evil. She's fucking yeah. evil. She's yeah. part yeah, she's of it. Evil. And she's there's, relishing in it. And yeah. 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 You know, and and there. The thought had crossed my mind of this is her family. She's been brought up inside this and indoctrinated into it. Mm-hmm. And so could you make a th- an argument that no, she's not really evil. She's no, she's she's, you know, just it's a product of her environment. Except that she's done this like a dozen times. Yeah. And maybe I could see you go through it on the first one, but on the second one. Where you see these or, men I don't get know, the fifteenth, <laughs> the second one where you, I, I'm putting it at the second one. The first one you go like, through oh, it. Maybe you're scared of your dad, or maybe now. you're doing, and then you know it happens, and you're like, well, that wasn't very good. And then you go out and get the next one, and be like, well, I've still got some doubts. Also, you if you were picture. a good person, you'd you'd stop yeah. at that point. You'd well, and then also you see the picture of her with her girlfriend, grandma. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, she's hot-hearted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. It, no, she's pure evil. Yeah. Pure evil. Um, so what I am going to say is um, there's a movie that I was kind of holding on to as one of my, my runners up. And I, I just think it really deserves an honorable mention. Um, Personal Shopper. I haven't mm. seen it yet. Personal mm. Shopper is really, really interesting. It is almost a modern kind of noir. Um, it is a kind of a ghost story. Um but it's tense, um, and it's Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And, um, Who, it, when you get her out of the confines of the Twilight series, yeah. is actually a really solid actress. She is a very she good is. actress. She just and, had an unfortunate career break. Yes. Yeah, and it's also in that sense of um, when they, they capitalize by casting her in... She's like Nicole Kidman, that if you put her in these kind of broken... These really brittle roles, she just nails the shit out of mm-hmm. it, and there's a, a, something to be said for that. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I appreciated, uh, I appreciated the twist with it, and I think it, there's a lot in with it that is really open for interpretation, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, it was good. It's a good movie. Yeah, is it a horror a- movie? Kind of. It's, it's, I know it's, it has but it's really more of a thriller noir with supernatural okay. elements. And grief. Um, in that sense of like, <coughs> where you're Excuse like. Me. Yeah. Where Lake, it, it is a lot similar to Lake Mungo in, in, oh, in okay. the feel of it, in the theme of it, where it's, it's a movie. You know, Lake Mungo, Mungo is a movie about grief. Kind of it's things. it's yeah, not a, at the end of it, so. It's not a horror movie, it's just about grief. Um, and, I want to also yeah. bring up some of the television uh, that I've really enjoyed in part of that television, things that aren't quite horror, um, but I really enjoyed, and I think they just deserve mentioning at this point of the year. Sure. Um, Stranger, to Things, uh, Stranger Things 2 was a hell of a lot of fun uh, mm-hmm. this year. Liked it a lot. Yep. Um, and stuff that's kind of a, the true crime, um, Mind Hunters, or Mind Hunter, and uh, The Keepers. I did not see The Keepers. I'm very much enjoying Mind Hunter. Uh, I'm slowly working my way through it. Yeah, that uh, the keeper is um, amazing, and it again true crime. Yeah, um, and it is 
literally a roller coaster episode to episode. Uh, and if you do like true crime, um, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I am in the things that I'm working through, but I'm not all the way through it yet. Um, I started the second season of the Exorcist TV show, and it is amazing. I need to watch that. I've heard I have so not watched things. any of that, the but I've heard it's good. The first season is fantastic. I mean, the acting is just amazingly well done. Um, and... Uh, the impression that I am being given is that uh, they're kind of, they have a leaping off point from the first season, and then they take a couple of the people and are going in through the second season, and uh, it's still keeping that same vein, but they're kind of going a little bit of a different direction. Um, I'm only like midway through, but I am enjoying it just as much. And I'm just, it's, it keeps you on your toes. Um, I just, everything lives on my TiVo box. And so right. when I get to it, I get to it. And things have just, I, I've either been, I, I was so ill that I, I couldn't even watch things. Right. Yeah. Um, I understand. Um, I don't know if it actually technically came out this year, but I, I watched it, um, recently was I watched, um, Feud, which was kind of recommended yeah, by I you. I really loved that. And I just adored it. And, um, it was so much more human than I thought it would be. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be just bitchiness and camp. And so and far over the top. So far over the top because... I mean, the quality of the actors involved and... Yeah. It was just absolutely it wonderful. It humanized both of the characters, which and I thought it was going to do the exact opposite. Huh. Very much. And um, their portrayals of them both... Um, didn't didn't demonize or or create saints of either of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it very much gave both of them all of their flaws. And oh um, my god, it was a beautiful looking show. And it was that gorgeous. cinematography, those costumes. And everybody it just I mean fucking Alfred Molina. Mm. Jesus, he was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And um but it was just absolutely fantastic. And then uh, my last bit was um we've we watched through the entirety of, of Punisher. I still haven't done that yet. And I did not think that I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. And I loved it. Um, right now, my two favorite. I mean, I really love the first season of Daredevil. I really love Jessica Jones. Luke Cage is my number one favorite. And right now, looking at it the way I look at it and how I feel about things right now, Punisher is really close to the top. Hmm. Okay. And I haven't even finished Jessica Jones yet. I'm the worst. Jessica Jones <laughs> was really hard for me and to watch and we I would have to watch a while. it. And I'm a huge Kristen Ritter fan. I love her. She's amazing. And yeah. um so what I will say is people who are watching this are probably not going to have a uh, difficulty with the violence in Punisher. <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, It's a horror movie podcast. It is a horror movie podcast. That's it. I, it's that, pretty damn violent. There are times yeah. where I was uncomfortable with <clears throat> just how amazingly violent it was. Um, but it never lost uh, a human touch. Okay. And the acting in it was fantastic okay. and i just recommend it really hard sure. see your recommendation is what's making me willing to watch it because 
the the comic character of the Punisher, I'm like, what is the point? Why? Yeah. Why? Yes. Why? Yeah. He's punishing I didn't people. think I was going to enjoy the season at all. Right. I am not a Punisher fan. Yeah. I I, I will state that I, I I enjoyed the ultra violent, played for laughs stuff that that came out several several years ago. Yeah. Where it was really just just darkly uh, humorous brutality. Right. But when it's played straight. It's, it's got to be really special, a really special story. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. he's just just yeah. some guy with anger issues that shoots people and, yeah. and whatever. A lot. I saw. I watched a lot of non horror stuff this year that I really liked too. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Train Spotting too, mm-hmm. and I was never a person who was completely in love with Train Spotting. I always enjoyed it, and I thought it was a really. It good was movie. a movie. I was really glad I saw it when I did. Yeah. And thank Train God for that two. soundtrack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Train Spotting 2, exactly as good as Train Spotting. Really? Huh. So good. Okay. I okay. was like, I, the actors have aged the same amount that the characters have. Huh. They've matured in different ways than the characters, but it really felt authentic and mm-hmm. good. Okay. And I really liked it, and I did not expect to. I was like, okay, I'm just watching this because that's You and McGregor. Well, there's that. <laughs> um, so I loved that. Um, I also watched season one <laughs> of Riverdale. Oh. And it's really good. It's embarrassingly good. It's just I, trashy enough. The only thing that is hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. The only thing that is hilarious is at one point um, they have a, I think it's a 16th birthday party for one of the characters. And the actor is clearly like 26. Right. I'm like, <laughs> there is no way that that guy is 16. Just so stop. Tying into Riverdale, the news, of course, about uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina having been optioned for two seasons by Netflix when it was originally optioned by CW, but now it's going Mm -hmm. to Netflix. And on the one hand, I'm really excited by this. On the other hand, I'm going to be so angry if they don't make it a period piece like the comic is. They're not going to, I'm sorry. I know, I know they're not, but I just... No, because it's already... Because Riverdale's not a period piece. Right. And they've already done um, tie-ins with Sabrina on Riverdale. Yeah. They did one last episode. I think they had a bunch of stuff being shipped from Miskatonic. God damn it! No, I wanted to. I wanted to be that that early '60s weirdness. I agree, but I'm still going to be happy if they. I will happily watch it. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll just that'll be. Here's here's my last little bit. I'm going to throw in there is I have a pile of movies that I wish I'd been able to see before this point Mm -hmm. of the year. One of them being The Shape of Water, which just released. Didn't have a chance to see it. Um, uh, I really would have liked to... And stuff that I'm kind of sitting on because it's a little more on the dire side, but mm-hmm. I I kind of wish I'd gotten a chance to see it yet, and I just haven't. Um, I really wanted to see um, Mother. You know, I... Do I think I'm not I'm, into that. Do I think I'm going to love it? No. no. Do I wish I'd kind of given it the time to see it and and have my own thoughts on it? Yes. Um, there's another one that um, came out recently called The Killing of a Sacred Deer that I'm really interested in. It, it seems to strike that same note is, of me as Stoker. Yeah. Is it a horror movie? It's it's on a bunch of people's horror lists. lists. Okay. It, yeah. it seems more like thriller, I... family drama kind of thing. Um. Uh, one that we've kept meaning to show 
nearly the whole year is Dave Built a Maze, which is kind of a horror comedy. I know. Monty's super excited about that, too. He's yeah. like, I want to see that. Yeah. We've got it rented. We're, yeah, we're just, just got to watch it. In the same horror comedy vein, uh, The Babysitter. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a horror comedy? Mm-hmm. It's supposed yes. to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a straight-up series horror no. film. I'm like, no. I don't really Watch the trailer. It. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty it clear. It looks very silly. And then there's the uh, Polish Mermaid. The Lure. The Lure. The Lure. I am dying to see that. It came out. I bought it. It's initial release on Criterion Disc. That's not a common thing. Wow. Yeah. And then um, also there's the uh, the Bad Batch, which is the the um, directorial um, uh, second feature. Girl who walked home at night. Anna Maria. Oh. Anna Four. Anna Four. Yeah. Yeah. And it it looks wacky and weird, and that's why I haven't watched it yet. It's post-apocalyptic cannibalism. There's some cool stuff in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just. I, Jason Momoa runs so around without a shirt for much of the movie. Why with, not? With, like glasses. He's a painter. <laughs> okay. And, and another one that yeah, I've heard like, interesting it things about the eyes. is uh, one called Thelma. That I've heard uh, interesting things. About. Yeah, I'm not into that one. I've I've read a lot about it, and I thought about seeing it, and then I was like, nah. So yeah, you know, and for one reason or another, I mean, I could have had any of these had a greater pull. I'd have probably watched them already. Right. Or, or fought my way. The only one that is on there that had there just been a fucking way I would have seen it is The Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. That's... Because Guillermo, fangirl. Like, <sighs> Me I do. Even, I don't even have to kid. Like, I yeah. Mean, yeah, we're right there. If the theater had been showing matinees before 4 o'clock, I would have seen it. Yeah. It's like, I had a day when I had to be at work at 7. And yeah, I'm like, I might tight. be able to make... No, I can't tight. make it. Yeah. It's too tight. So there's one other thing for horror TV I wanted to touch Certainly. on. Which is, again, not strictly horror, but had a lot of horror elements, sure. which is American Gods. Because oh, I did like that. Because the show... Uh, the show ramped up a lot of the more subtle horror elements that are in the novel. Yeah. And I, being an Neil Gaiman fangirl, you know, I know the novel really well. We are really eventually well. going to watch it. We just watched, like, the first episode, and we didn't feel driven right. to power through the entirety right. of it. Um, I, I was driven to power through it. Yeah. I mean, Gillian Anderson is... And it's David Bowie. Still, I know, sweetie. And it's still, okay. but, it, but it still also feels kind of... We tried to watch it at the same time we were trying to watch The Handmaiden's Tale. Oh. And I'm sorry, my dystopian present is just too hard right now. Yeah, right. I can't watch Handmaid's Tale right now. Yeah, that's I'm not one I'll watch. If, but I'm afraid if I don't watch it soon, it's going to be a documentary. Right. Aww. But one of the things with, well, a couple of things with American Gods. A, Brian Fuller was the showrunner. Yeah. So, you know, it had and that same, what he's doing. that same he beautiful does. visual quality as Hannibal. Um, and like I said, the horror in it is much pulled out much more narratively than it is in the book because they gave the, the, the script writing team and the showrunner kind of free reign to use the novel as a scaffolding yeah. and they're doing different things mm-hmm. with it, but they all work within the framework of the story and they're really well done. There is an episode where I will not spoil it for you, but it is set in a very small town in the Midwest and it is, even before the more supernatural elements start coming it's in, chilling. it is creepy. It is unsettling because... Is that the factory town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Huh. Yeah. Whereas for me, uh, the other than a, you know, some of the movies that were on Jen's list, the movies that I wish I had seen were Life. Didn't We chose Alien Covenant instead of Life and... 
that you regret that choice now. That was well because I, I thought maybe Alien Covenant would just be kind of cheesy and bad, and I could enjoy. No, it's just bad, and <laughs> I didn't know that life might go either way. And then uh, it still hasn't shown up on streaming yet, but I really want to see the last Resident Evil movie. That's going to be cheesy fun. <sighs> well, Godspeed. Um, <laughs> and I can't say anything considering my cheesy fun movies. Yeah, and I have a list of favorite movies I discovered this year, but they didn't come out this year. Sure. So there's that, but we didn't have to go over that. And the one movie I'm really looking forward to next year of a small release, and I don't even know if it's gotten a distribution deal yet for next year, is The Lodgers, yeah. directed by the director who I'm did Let Us Pray. I'm seeing on a bunch of lists that they're like, Holding it up as a 2017 release, but it's you can't it see it anywhere, so it doesn't fucking matter. It played the festivals. A friend yeah. of mine saw it at Toronto International. Yeah. And I think the two things that we're looking forward to the most are the Lodgers and the television uh, version of The Alienist that's coming up. <gasps> that looks great. Next month. Looks next month. And I'm looking forward to that Sarah Winchester movie. Oh, oh, the, oh yeah. Oh, the one, yeah. Because Helen Mirren running around a giant gothic manor. Helen Mirren. Even I if am, it has no basis it has, in reality. No, it has. I, I will just. <laughs> I will remind myself that I am going to go see it for Helen Mirren and Oh My God, Fantastic Haunted House. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing to do with the actual story, story yeah. of the Winchester no. House. So. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up because it is late and I get up at butt o'clock. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, no. It's just the story of my life. Um, so thank you, Don't Read the Latin fans, for your immense patience in, um, waiting for this latest episode. Um, stop. (laughs) Um, Don't stop. Keep listening. Keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really appreciate, and, and I appreciate all of you who have continued to listen as the show has evolved and, uh, stuck it out here with me and, uh. On to, on to more horror next year, and I can't wait for it. Uh, see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Don't Read the Latin can be found at don'treadthelatin.com, on Twitter at drtlpodcast, on Tumblr, or at facebook.com slash don'treadthelatin. Please rate us on iTunes and tell your friends and thieves about us. We're dying to meet them.